The Neo Reality Entertainment brand expands with a relaunch of the Neo Reality Collective Pop Culture News Talk. Your host, Eric Brown, gives his insights and thoughts in the ever-expanding news world of comic books, professional wrestling, gaming, TV, and movies. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa. Let's do this. We are now in the new era of the DC Universe, the Infinite Frontier. And I am doing this for digital comics and not the physical copies. I am getting the physical copies that are coming in the mail. But I want to cover the DC Infinite Frontier comic. And now I'm not promising anything. I am trying to see if I can cover a lot of the Infinite Frontier era until it no longer has the print name at least. Or at least until they decree that it's the end of the Infinite Frontier era branding. In which case, then I can move on and then resolve storylines after that. But we're here. We're telling the story. Infinite Frontier number zero, because the zeroth issue is a thing, apparently. I- I'm still confused why they even went with that option. <clears throat> so this is a massive one-shot, 64 pages, written by a ton and ton of writers, such as Joshua Williamson, James Titan the Fourth, Scott Snyder. Brian Michael Bendez, because everyone wanted to see him come back. James Tyron the Fourth again. Becky Coleman, Michael W. Conrad, and Jolie Jones. James Tyron the Fourth again. Tim Sheridan, and uh, Phil Kennedy Johnson, who wrote the most weirdest DC black label book yet. The 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 book one chronicle stuff. The the last god, which had nothing to do with the DC universe, so I'm still confused by that. Joshua Lewis again, Jeff Johns returning for a little appearance on here, er, Jeffrey Thorne, Joshua Lewis again, and, and ends the epilogue with Joshua Lewis with art by John Romita Jr. involved, which you know, John Romita Jr. is clearly a great artist. Well, at least nowadays he's terrible, but like, there was a time his artwork was tolerable, but now it's just like, like he draws the fingers so big and it's so, it's so modern Frank Miller, I just get sick. God, it's just so weird. Things will never be the way they were before. Well, you got that right, secret cons- cosmic gods. Of course, nothing will never be the way they were before. We had no timeline going on. We survived, and our reality has changed, changed forever. Our new destiny is in- written in the book of Oa, and you believe she is the one? And the one to rule them all. Her love and mercy save the multiverse. If not Wonder Woman, then who? Huh, well, um... Anyone, really, who's a cosmic god? Like, really, we could do that with anybody. Yeah, the artwork here is showing the cosmic planets forming, the universe forming, essentially. Then Wonder Woman dressed in her special godlike outfit... Which I don't get because we don't never see it again, most likely. But but uh, Wonder Woman appears and says, "Great Hera, it's all so beautiful. I don't understand what I'm seeing. You are adjusting to your new grander perspective, Wonder Woman. 
you look upon the birth of a new multiverse, full of life, expanding without limits. This is the beginning of everything that will be. Who? And lo and behold, it's the quintessence. Basically, all the gods that remain in the universe because, you know, uh, they're always the ones who can do the jobs, right? Where there once stood 52 universes. Walled off from the greater omniverse, there are now countless universes, and we can sense no boundaries. The manipulations of your homeworld's timeline have been undone, and time has, restored, has been restored to its proper configuration. And, ah, the stranger. And now, a bright day of peace is upon us. Oh, this is the DC universe, so I'm giving it about two seconds. One full of infinite possibilities, all because of you. The quintessence? Goddess Hera, I don't understand. Why am I here? I was told I was chosen to ascend. Instead, I saw the future? I watched the entire Future State storylines. You had some good ones, some bad ones, and some questionable ones. Like, why do you have, have Brian Michael Bendis still? His future's confusing me. Possible futures that may or may not come to pass. It falls on humanity to decide. Ah, oh, the Spectre, God's Holy Vengeance. The hands of the Source have judged you, the pinnacle of human potential, and they have elevated you to a higher plane of existence. And now your peers, the Quintessence, the highest order of beings in our multiverse who have watched over your reality, ask you to join their number. The multiverse is you and uncharted. You are being asked to assist these great beings to chronicle the new order of events. You've earned this, Wonder Woman. So, yeah, considering Wonder Woman's in a book, I'm pretty sure I know where this is going. I'm flattered, but this all sounds a little too good to be true for my taste. I mean, like, your daughter, you're the daughter of Zeus in the New 52 and Rebirth continuity. But with time undone, that means you are the daughter of Zeus. You're also made of clay. And, uh, yeah. I was warned of a great cost for restoring the multiverse, a lurking threat that I need to protect the multiverse from. We know nothing of any cost. Oh, great, the gods are stupid, because they're not the hands. We do not offer this role among us lightly, Diana of the Amazons. I can't leave my friends and family behind until I know they are safe. That the changes to the multiverse have not touched them. After what the Batman who laughs and Perpetua did, don't you believe it's best I know the truth? We sense no great cost, Diana, but we can provide you with the assurance you require. Spectre, uh, will you allow me to be your guy, Wonder Woman? I must interpret my own take on Kingdom Come. Yes, and you may call me Diana, Spectre. Very well. Together, we will move as ghosts, witnessing moment to moment as we search for the greatest cost that haunts you. The truth you feel in your heart will lead to us. us. First, we begin with an old friend. Superman! Great Scott! My God! Great Scott! I'm calling Star Trek! What happened here? It was one of your people. The one they call Shazam! Shazam? Shazam was here? No, no, the fire guy attacked us. A police and army? No use. They came, then he came and saved us all. The one with the lightning on his chest. Shazam? Um, he, they, oh god, this is Bendis. Like, even the artwork's a little cartoony for Superman's liking. 
Like he's like looking like this and like looking at his iPad and quoting Shazam, and he's like, "What? Shazam?" Uh... And I was like, "Uh, well, we're in a bomb because it's Bendis." Then they have to reiterate that this is not the Shazam is not the one. It's instead a Black Adam, or as they've been calling him, Shazadam. He has been protecting us all. So, he is like you, like me, strong, quiet. He helps and leaves. Like, all the time! How did you beat me here already and save the day? Ah, Barry, your pathetic comedy attempts. This wasn't my doing, Flash. This wasn't you. This was Black Adam. What? Supervillain team-up gone wrong? Maybe this is who he wants to be now? Oh, you think that about everyone. I hope that about everyone. Okay, this is the thing I've said about Brian Michael Bendis' writing of Superman. It feels like Superman. It kind of is Superman. It's just everything around Superman is Bendisized. Like, yeah, Superman, I could imagine him really thinking this. He hoped that everyone can change. He hopes that people can sway their path from the dark and evil. That's one of the reasons why I kind of have a theory about Lex Luthor and Superman... And but I'll save that for probably one day down the road. <laughs> oh man. And then the old lady says, Well, you never know about some people. Well, Superman just smiles and says, Yes. My mother says that all the time. Oh, to be you. Leave it to Kalal to see the good see potential in good for good in his enemies. A bat an ability the Batman does not share. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, we're really doing this. Um, what you must understand first is that the city is broken. The people inside it are broken. They are surrounded by the telltale signs of social rot and decay, or they cannot see it. Our first and most crucial goal must be to show them the truth. To show them what they are. Uh, and then we see a pig mask guy. Oink. We sake. We're all dirty little piggies, and we stink. And one cop, super cop, because that's what he looks like, is like, no kidding. This is Montgomery performing a routine check on patient John Doe, known as Bane, 11.53 p.m. And, yeah, this is, oh god, this is not gonna end well, but like, Arkham Asylum, everyone, looks a lot different than how it's usually designed. Thanks, George Jimenez. It may look like not looking like an ornate gothic rotting cell. So, yeah. Arkham Asylum. Also, the whole people are broken and whatnot. Yeah, it's kind of true. Like, this is a city that clearly doesn't want to be saved at this point. So you might as well just give up and move on. But then he... Then the, then he realize, then the cop realizes... Oh, no. Re realizing gas is everywhere. There. Then he points the gun at Bane. I don't know how you did this, you pizza fiend, but I'm probably you're gonna pay for it. Yeah, how did you do this, you chained up brute? Wait. Do you hear me, inmate? And he pulls out the mask, revealing Bane is dead. What? I I must stress for those who haven't read it and are looking at this. Bane is dead. Joke. Christ. Oh. Oh, there are so many questions I have. And he even... And Mahan, Mahani says, uh... Oh, f*** me. 
This is Mahalian's East Wing. Go green! We are under a Joker toxin attack. Bane is dead. I repeat, Bane is dead. We're going to need a full lockdown now. And let's reveal the guards and the security guys who clearly shouldn't have been having the... Who clearly drank too much that night and may have consumed way too much cook. Cook. Uh, cook. And, and crack. Do you copy? Can anybody fucking hear me? No, they had too much pastries in them. So, yeah. Goth, so, Arkham Asylum has been attacked. Anyway, so we get away from that gruesome murder that's going on with with the Batgirls, a.k.a. Spoiler and Batgirl, a.k.a. Cassandra Kane, and going in and kicking ass while they're, while they're chatting with Barbara on the inter eyes Oracle. When you're done there, boss, is trying to get a, a helicopter pickup on the roof, Oof. but wouldn't you know it, his call isn't going through. So, Oracle, come on, Oracle, you have to say it. We talked about this. Please, you'll make Cass happy, so happy you say it. Okay, okay. Batgirl is on my signal. Go! Oh, meanwhile, Huntress makes a comment. You know, this reminds me of something. I can't put a name on it. Maybe I'll call Dinah and see if she can jog my memory. Something about birds. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about being behind back on the computer? Honestly, Huntress, it feels good. There's a big part of me that felt like I could never be in all the places I wanted to be in the costume, but now I can be everywhere again. My God. I have the power of technology at my fingertips. I am God! And as she's discussing about being Oracle again, saying this, I haven't hung up the costume up for good, but it'll be a little bit more judicious about when I use it. Going a little easier on my spiral implant. And until then, it's not like the city's going to go wanting for a Batgirl with Stefan Cash on the job. And then Huntress points out, wait, what's a code green? One of your little side screens just lit up. Something out of Arkham? And then, okay, so this is the weird thing about George Jimenez. So he's able to make this awesome artwork, but when he does the the eyes, they go so cartoonishly demonic. Like, no, can't be. Like the eyes get so wide and they're freaking out, almost dynamic with a dynamic edge to it. But I'm just like, okay, for an artwork that looks so beautifully realistic, it just suddenly goes all dynamic and everything. And then she just comments, no, that doesn't make sense. Not so soon after the last attack. Right? Ah, the last attack. I'll get to that, Batsy. Anyways, Tim and Lucius are talking. Dad, just let me focus on the game. I didn't come here for a lecture. I'm sorry, Timothy. Jace. Okay, Jace, but we are now the wealthiest family in the city, and I think that comes with tremendous responsibilities. That's the problem, Dad. I don't know if that city is ready for that kind of change it needs. But that's what I'm trying to say, son. Maybe the Fox family can help make them ready. Then the Grifter bursts in, all guns and armed up. Armed up for the gunfire that is to come. Oh, hey, good, you're not dead. We should get you both into the panic room. Pretty much right now. Grifter, what's going on? There's a code green on Arca and Lucius. They're saying it's a Joker attack. And now we cut to the mayor, uh, Mayor Nyko, oh, who won the election in Detective Comics, talking with, with um, man, what was her name? Trying to keep track of Montoya. Yeah, that's her. Saying this, now Montoya, are we sure this is Joker? It's not like him to strike after such a short, sort of a time. And he, yeah, this is the thing that bugged me. So one thing I must stress, 
The guards were there when Joker threatened to kill Bane. He vowed he would kill Bane for the events of City of Bane, specifically because he killed the wrong, he killed Alfred in front of the wrong person. So naturally, the Joker has to take a challenge out of that. Uh, and Montoya points out this logical deduction. Respectfully, Mr. Mayor, there's a good chance that Joker is using our expectations as an advantage, moving to attack when nobody sees it coming. But the truth is, we don't know anything yet. There's a GCPD unit embedded in Arkham that we set up back under, guard, under Gordon. The men aren't answering our calls. One of the guards hit the alarm, but we're having trouble getting word to him. All the GCPD, GCPD in full force right now. I was elected on the platform preventing attacks like this on our city. Is that there's a guard in there? Alive? I want him on the line. Hey, we need to know how bad the situation is. And he is running through the through Arkham, um, seeing more Jokerized victims all dying. Is anybody out there? Please! I'm flying blind in here. There are bodies everywhere. They're all grinning, but nobody's laughing. Hey, come on! Somebody please answer. Stay on the line. Hey, I'm on my way. Oh, Batman. You let this happen. Okay, so, okay. Uh, allow me to point this delicately out. There was a saying that 500 people will die in Arkham Asylum. On a day, as it's called. They reference this in Future State. Bat. You do realize this is all your fault, right? Everyone who dies there, everyone who died the first week you met him, this is all your fault. I must stress that. As much as people like Batman, I have kind of looked at him now and I'm like, wow, DC, you somehow made him the most unlikable, most insensitive, most illogical moron who's also Gary Sue who in the universe, and yet we're supposed to buy his books the most. Damn the good writers. But anyway, this is the thing. It's like every writer has to set a certain expectation about Batman. And what I've seen at this point is that almost every writer, James Terry the Ford, Tom King, Grant Morrison, always has to set him up on one thing. He's an enabler. That That's the vibe I get. He's an enabler. He enables them. He doesn't make the villains. That, that, that common myth that even Gotham believes in. He doesn't make the villains. The only one he could, you could say he made was Joker, but that's now circumstantial with B Jokers around now. But, but now it's like he knew who the Joker was. The Joker that's running around now that is currently going crazy and just killed a whole bunch of people in Arkham. You can now say, okay, so you withheld evidence against Gotham. You withheld evidence against the police. You are basically an accessory to mass murderers. Way to go. So, congratulations, Batman. You are a certified villain in my eyes. So anyways, let's get away from that to the Spectre talking. Your heart is elsewhere, Diana. It pulls us away. Yeah, let's move on from the whole bastardization of Batman. My mother is still in mourning. She is strong. She will heal. She will continue to lead your people as she always has. As I know, but there's something else bothering her. She prays, but the gods won't answer. Perhaps she simply cannot hear them. She feels abandoned. Losing someone you love can shake even the strongest faith. I just wish I could tell her I'm okay. Time will see to that. When I send, I'll let her know myself. I apologize. Always had a connection to Olympus. Hearing my voice will ease her pain. 
Only when the pain becomes a memory do we discover the virtues, or do you deny her the understanding that comes with reflection. I only want to say a few words of comfort for her comfort, or for your own. I will only say that you may not feel different after you enter the sphere of the gods. You remain tethered to your old life, but soon that connection will be severed. You will see life for what it really is. And what is that? Nothing more than a versible. Existence truly begins when we move beyond the mortal coil to discover the interconnected nature of being. And Hippolyta, meanwhile, is hearing chaos go out as she mourns. And geez, we see the Amazons fighting. And one game punched in the face in, in current progress. Death is left frightening to my people, knowing there's more. Yes, but life is far from trivial. Every being plays an important role. You did well in yours. Now they must travel their own paths without you. Well, everyone knows Nebia will take Nebia will take my place. Do they? It seems to me they all wish to continue your con to continue in your footsteps. You have inspired them in the dream of man's redemption. Stop this at once! What do you hope to achieve with this this foolishness? Yes, we sin. I feel like we could have you go all evil and crazy again and attack DC. We could, but we're not going to because that was stupid. We fight to see who is the strongest, the most worthy. We'll find who among us shall take the mantle of Wonder Woman. And Hippolyta is not already naturally pissed, saying this. Diana was singular, and yet you rushed so quickly to replace her? Ah, yes. They have truly embraced man's culture. If it's broke, then just get a new one. <laughs> we could fix it for you, but we're kind of cheap like that. And then Hippolyta relents, saying, so be it. But the one who follows hers must face down death as she did. Who among you risked join, risk joining my daughter in the eternal silence to prove herself worthy? I will face death. And I, I too accept this challenge. I want this fixed by shundown, regarding to a hole in the wall. <laughs> Gods, even her grief, she's still a real drill sergeant. Within this box is the head of Gorgon Medusa. Oh, goddammit. There you have Medusa. Medusa? Not even I can survive that. Is she trying to kill them? Well, considering she's going to be raided by Brian Michael Bendis soon. Yeah, I get the feeling, um... I get the feeling that would be possible. Only the she whose heart is just, whose mind is not clouded by ambition. And would would meet its gaze and find nothing eternal not find eternal bondage in stone. Then the sisters is run away. I cannot forgive me, sisters. Nuya is the one after all. Well Well, they would not die, but remained entombed in their petrified forms. A miserable fate. Yes, be gone then. Go mend the wall, you cowards. Easy now, Nebia. They are wise to fear its gaze. I'd rather risk it all now than wait any longer, hoping someone will be prepared to continue Diana's work, knowing nobody else ever will be. Let's get this over with. If I get turned to stone, just keep the birds off me. She's not actually going to... No! Oh, she cannot hear you, Diana. Gods. Then it's revealed... Oh, dear God, we're really going there. So this is... I read this and I'm still like, oh, wow, they're doing this now. A major uproot since Amazon's attack, probably. 
it's not Medusa's head because I'm pretty sure Medusa's still alive and probably in the underworld, you know, having a party. No, no, no. What's revealed is the crown of the Amazons. Yes. Hippolyta states this. This is your fate now, Nebia. I will be the one to enter the world of men and risk being poisoned by it. No mother should ever leave to see their children die. But are you sure? Should we wait? There's still so much we don't know. Like the Amazons of Brazil, she, I intend on finding out what business this Yara floor is up to. But right now, the Amazons need a queen. You must rule Themyscira in my stead and keep your sisters from harm. You have the wisdom and the temperament. Do not doubt yourself. <laughs> oh, Hippolyta is now relinquishing the throne to her fellow Amazonian sister Nebia. Oh, this is interesting. This is honestly interesting. Though, I am questioning that if they remember all everything... Like, remember, every story is now remembered. So does that mean they remember Amazon's attack? Well, I would be the one to say no, hopefully. But they also... And I, and I can stress this out. They also abolished the monarchy and went democratic. And embrace technology, even, except for the purple ray. That's been around. I still don't get that. But, like, shouldn't they remember, oh, wait, weren't we a bunch of crazy psychopaths one day and then trying to take over the world? Oh, <laughs> that was a weird choice. Yeah, it was almost like we had a terrible writer and we had decent artwork, but, like, we had awesome covers, at least. But Nebia says, I'll do my best. But if something happens to you out there, nothing will happen to me, my dear. But should I fail, I'll do so knowing that your confidence and skill will protect our people. So I have to ask, do you really have Medusa's head stashed away somewhere? Of course, it isn't exactly the kind of thing one would chuck in a bin. Don't worry, it's kept in a safe place. Oh, I'm lying, of course. I stole it. So, yeah, Diana then wonders, what do they mean, though? Yara, does this have something to do with the other tribe? They're pleased by my choice. As the Amazons cheer, though one looks like a cross between cheer and boo it, trying your damnedest not to be pissed. But Nubia says, I just hope you've made the right one. Come now, Diana. You know it will come to know what is your mother's senses. So anyways, we cut to Yar 4, younger. The younger Yar 4, talk translated from American Sign Language. Uh, okay. They're diversifying. Okay, we got... We have LGBT, we got transgender probably by now, we got sign language now. I'm pretty sure it's been around for a while unless you count, well I don't really count Blackball as using sign language, it's more like he's forced to use sign language because if he talks he'll break the sound barrier ten times over. So it's more like he's doing it by force, then there was that time Hickman did give us give a device to him that allows him to speak in a temperament area, uh, to speak, you know, normal, but yeah. So this is just straight up, she she speaks sign language. So this is what, well, this is what happened uh, in the sign language translation. Don't expect some emotional goodbye from me today. I didn't even want to come. Okay, I get it. As you never listen, I've been very clear what could happen if you go back to Brazil. I'm going, I mean, my decision, end of conversation. You were too young to remember, but we left for a good reason. It's too dangerous for you. No, it's not. It's perfectly safe. You're just being paranoid. 
update. I mean, like, I can go ahead and become Amazon. I can become the new Wonder Woman down the road. Have you seen Future State? That was awesome, right? I mean, like, I am questioning why I think hell's the airport. I'm probably going crazy after that. Uh, so, a cameraman goes ahead and says, Come on now, you two. Fighting on Yara's big day? Eh. Now, struggle your auntie. Snuggle your auntie and give us a smile. One, two, three, and she says cheese and um and and in uh Brazilian, I believe. I, I'm pretty sure I butchered that completely. And I'm not even gonna try to pronounce the name, but yeah, Yara, but yeah, Yara's smiling, but her her auntie is not happy. Bye, Uncle Brian. Tell Aunt Rena I love her, and I'll be sure to. Be safe at home soon with lots of stories. I will. And don't forget to bring back some Havanians for me. And we see find out that two Amazonians are from Brazil are looking at her. That's up. We have located the target. So that's the Yara they spoke of? She represents the future. But follow me to the truth of the past restored. And we see we're in New York now. I shall, ed I shall shed my light over dark evil. And for the dark things cannot stand the light. Wait, thereby casting more darkness. Wait, that means darkness will always exist. My metaphysical goal is futile. That was my was my dad's oh, when he was a part of the greatest generation of American crime fighters, the Justice Society of America. I grew up remembering about their reading about their stories in history books after the U.S. forced the teen to unmask or retire. And we see the artwork of the Justice Society disbanding from the Golden Age archaic artwork, <laughs> now modernized to coloring standards, to the Justice Society disbands, to all the way to Infinity Incorporated. Saying this with narration, in time, my twin sister and I would join their ranks, and he says, Jaden Obsidian, and members of Infinity Incorporated, and we learned that our long-lost father was the original Green Lantern, Alan Scott. So, yeah, so they show an image of the original Infinity Incorporated, which is awesome, and then I realized something, wait, I, I, I had to look this up, I was like, you know, there's something about the one with blonde hair, and then I looked it up and realized, and learned, oh, that's actually, an, that's an alternate future, birth or a future, da future daughter of, of Steve Trevor and Diana, and I'm like, Wow, they're really bringing a lot of people back. So I'm pretty sure Linkara's going to be happy when Jenny Chase shows up eventually. Because that has to happen at this point. So Obsidian talks saying, I wish I could have said that I've always handled it well, but it's like the elf says. Dark things cannot stand the light, and I've always been a creature of the dark. It's so easy to resent the childhood I lost, and the shadows in my own mind, that I did everything in my power to repress and close away. It took a lot to let go and to accept that I would never be a beacon of light like my father or sister. It would be something else. It took even more to accept who I was, how much my true self I had tied to the darkness I was trying to suppress. And we see Jay coming in. But all in that time I thought that meant even my strange family, and I never grew up as a family. They, I was the only one struggling between light and the dark. So we see Alan Scott talking. I've walked this up for a long time. Much longer than should have been allowed it. I've been fighting for long, guided by my duty to use this incredible ring and these incredible powers to serve, and I have neglected a lot of myself. 
Dad, if this is about us, you didn't even know you had children until we were practically adults. No, Jenny Lynn. It's more than that. It's more than that! Dad? So it's always this damn awkward to say. Hey, yeah, it is. It was better on the other side. What's going on? Back in an earlier time, I kept part of myself hidden from my friends and peers. I even let myself get married a few times to women I did love with all my mind, but I did that knowing there was something about myself I was hiding away. You're getting lost in the preamble. Just say the words. We know you know we love you. You could just say it. And then Alice Scott proclaims, I'm gay. Yay! Everyone's rejoicing now. If I was I ever thinking the pre-New 52, I never knew. Like, yeah, we knew he had children, but I was, and there was the Earth 2 story that did make a younger version of him, you know, be that. But I was like, you know, but if he is this now, does that mean Jade and Obsidian don't exist? Like, I knew Jade was his daughter, but I didn't know about Obsidian. Oh, Dad, you've been keeping it in all this time? And then she hugs, his, hugs her father. I thought a few of, my, of the boys in the society know back in the day, and I've heard a good deal for, of friends of the heirs. Some of the greatest minds of the world are looking out at it at the frontier again. And all that all that's possible, they've asked me to be a sentinel, overlooking the totality of this world. I didn't think I would be, it would be right to take that job without finally being the whole of myself, with my friends, with my family, and I could stand alone a little thing from the newer generation of ring slingers. No fear, right? Yeah, Dad. No fear. How incredibly brave of Alan. So, yeah, this is a lot of people pointed out this was the best story to happen because of the emotional connection that even though he's 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 LGBT, that he's still their father and they accept him. You know, whereas where are we could just go ahead and treat this like a shocking moment in history that will be for remembered of all times. Even though for those who are LGBT, it's just a natural thing to them. Um, it's more like because I think people overblow it so much. I'm just thinking like this is the most shocking moment in history. That that they start to get probably more nervous about opening up because now you get that risk of oh where they treat it like it's the most amazing spectacle in history when there's like a hundred different reasons you can like okay uh, that's cool man like we are, you're still uh, you're still the guy to us us so anyways uh. Diana and the others are transferred all the way to a bay. Now where are we, Spectre? Attention all passengers, this ferry will depart in two minutes to witness a new generation hungry for tomorrow. Some will go on to greatness, while others will see set their flame in which the world will burn. You know, I got a merchandise if you just this. And our transaction never happened. Got it. And, oh hey, we have the same backpack. Um, yeah, we all do. They sent them to us. Isn't this great? We're only more ferry ride through the fog? Look, I can't believe I grew up here. I've never been, I've never, I've never taken a ferry. I feel so metropolitan. I am so awesome to take this metropolitan ride. Alan Scott just came out of the closet and finally opened up about himself all to his children. But we're going to be excited about I've never taken this ferry. Then we see a gorilla kiss saying, It's very film noir romantic. Film noir. Romantic, even. And another girl just barfs. Metaphorically. I got butterflies. First day, new school, and not just any school. And we cut to see them arriving to Titan's Tower. 
Or the spectacle whereas all the Teen Titans and new Teen Titans are all in, in the silhouettes welcoming them. And with the crowd saying, whoa, very impressive. How many people get to see this from this angle? It's huge. This whole year's going to be huge. You guys, I, I just know it. I mean, like, it's not like it's going to end disastrously when Wally West comes back, is consumed by the god of famine, and who just kills everyone, right? And we see the strange kid go ahead and pull the Red X mask out of his backpack. Why do we leave so quickly, Spectre? I feel as if there's more to see among these young heroes. Meanwhile, the Metropolis... Because you are right, Diana. The darkness you seek is here. This creature? No, Diana. So, we see this maw going ahead and basically being a cosmic god while the military is failing miserably. But then the Spectre scowls when he says that this isn't the creature. And then he says, this one. And revealing Jonathan Kent. Jonathan Samuel Kent. He is apparently the Great Darkness. Well, considering what he does in Future State, I can understand that. But this is what Diana, even Diana is having a hard time believing this. You cannot be serious. That is Superman. Jonathan Kent is not Superman. It must never be. The beast he faces in the Imperial Maw. Its weapons are space and time themselves. How this mall came to be here, I cannot say. For such creatures are not of this plane of existence. But the son of Superman will not be equal to it. See you his strength. His strength is irrelevant. He will not get a near enough to harm it. See you his speed. The ephemeral mall is the nexus of space and time. The boy's speed is useless. He may have his father's physical gifts. But they will never make him Superman. And he goes and enters... Or something else. Enters the maw when Diana continues to talk. Then see the son's gifts beyond the physical. See you his courage. Courage? In his frustration and recklessness, the boy has flung himself into the maw. This is the end of him, and just as well. Clark Kent may have haven't been born on another world, but he was of this time. Jonathan Kent is of no place, of no time. And as Jonathan Kent sees all of Daily Planet throughout every single decade, he'd he sees, um, so he, so we get a flashback to every single freaking in rebirth and ending period he was in from, from Convergence all the way up to Bendis' run. Conceived on one world, born on another, both now gone. Lost in space for years with a madman, imprisoned and tormented by a broken version of his own father. He came to age 1000, and after his birth... And then he returned here, a man grown, given a title he can never earn. Today he tries to honor the legacy of Superman, but in his future, I see the makings of a tyrant. Dark. Wait, what is he doing? Showing both wisdom and compassion. As you see, the Imperial Ma is not of this plane. Using the Ma's own power, he has searched through time and space, and found with it was newly lost, alone, and helpless and he returned it to his rightful place. Where others saw only wrath, he saw fear, grief. And out of compassion, he risked his own life for an enemy's sake. What truer test of a Superman than that? So be it. Superman then, or now. But hear me, this one bears watching, Diana. 
he is still one lost, and Earth will pay the price for that one day. So we leave the sun of tomorrow. Would love renewed. Hold on, Spectre. I doubt we need to witness this moment. No matter the trials, they always seem to find each other. And I hope they also find happiness. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Oliver Queen and Pratt Canary are back together. Yay! Though we never did get an answer about the box. It was empty, but then it glowed. So, was it supposed to mean something? Lost memories? That's what Mr. Terrific said. Bits and pieces will come back to us. Just might take some time. I hate all that cosmic junk. Just tell me who needs a good kick in the face. Don't mention I'm richer than Batman now. Ollie, if I ever cared about that, I would have called myself Bat Canary. Cute. Very. Then the phone rings. Rings and revealing someone saying, nah, too soon. They hung up? Yeah, can you track it? Huh, looks like it came from an old Q phone, so... No. Uh, there's a short list of people who would have had one of those. Oh, I love a good mystery. But maybe we should leave all that cosmic stuff to the Justice League for a while? Yeah, about that. We've just been expected into the Bendis Academy! I want a divorce. Okay, I'm sorry. It was Bendis. It was, it was DC's idea. It was either I work with Bendis or I'm fired. And not in a new series. But I get to be the leader, so I get to lead the Justice League. Is that cool? I want a divorce still. So, who's the person that tried calling them? None other than Harper. Welcome my Joker hat. Dick, Donna, Jason. Huh. Hey guys, it's Roy. Funny story. I'm totally back from the dead. No idea why. Wanna hang? Then Roy Harper just tosses his trucker hat and phone. Um, grabbing his bow and arrow and say, huh. Uh, then he goes ahead and puts everything in his backpack and starts to do the whole iconic. Have you seen any signs of the cost you seek, Diana? Not yet, but maybe we need to look in the places we at least expect it. So he's cut to Courtney Whitemore. Or. Hi, my name's Courtney. My friends and enemies call me Stargirl, wielder of the amazing sentient cosmic staff, member of the Justice Society of America. And right now, very, very late for school. Okay, now the hostages are safe. I super appreciate you guys surrendered. And she beats up a bunch of golden people. Because you don't want the bruises, and I've got history to test to get to. Surrender? Never. His name is King Mendes. And everything he touches turns to gold, which makes it even more ridiculous that he's robbing a bank. Yeah, that actually is stupid. Like, you can turn everything into gold? So why do you need money? You're set! I like, if you can't, can't control it, okay, fine, but like, if, if you need help, I'm pretty sure you could just like, turn something into gold and just auction to get it removed. So anyways, King Mendes says, You're going to be such a glorious piece of artwork once I get my hands on you. You won't even ever age. You'll only die. My stepfather and partner, Pat Duncan, is in the tin can. Night, night, Mendes. And Mendes is crushed. Wow, that was perfectly suitable. Pat and his original partner, the Star Spangled Kid, were part of a team called the Seven Soldiers of Victory way back when. 
Ah, the Seven Soldiers of Victory, the original team and not the one that Grant Morrison wrote. Nice to see them again. I know what he's going to say. You should have waited for me. You should have waited for me. Ha! See, let me do another. You're late for school. You're late for school. I'm so good. I was just telling just telling them that. Pat's partner died. He retired and eventually Pat married my mom. Um, and then I got angry for a little bit. I'm all bitter. Then I found the cosmic staff. I thought Star Spangled Kid was my dad. And then, well, that led to a complication. But we don't really talk about my TV series right now. Also, I think one of my friends is also having a bunch of par- has a parent has a family that are a bunch of Christian extremists who take things way too seriously and don't believe in forgiveness despite Christianity believing in redemption. So I'm gonna have to go and get drunk and wonder how many times I'm gonna have to prove that religion has pretty much proven to be a destructive force in the world. We all moved to Blueberry, Nebraska, and I found out about his previous life as a psychic. My brother and his partner's old. Now, he came out of retirement and became a sidekick again. What started out as a joyride became a calling. With the Cosmic Staff, I found my purpose. And with Pat, I found someone who was there for me when I, my dad wasn't. Ah, uh, yes. Of course, all that has only left me my life more complicated. And then she sprang through the halls only to encounter the principal. You're late again, Miss Whitemore. Oh, I, uh, what's your excuse this time? I, hey, I was at the dance. Nope, used that last week. Bike had a flat. Said that yesterday. The dog ran away, but he doesn't run. Come on, Corny, think, think. Think. It was my fault, Principal Sherman. And the old buck broke down. Tried to convince Corny to wait for her mom to pick her up, but she insisted on running all the way here. That's dedication for you. Court, you've got your lunch in the car. Oh, oh, yeah, I was in such a hurry to get here, but, you know, being so excited for math and English and friends, that's enough. Uh, that I forgot my lunch, thanks. Yes, well, put it in your locker and get to class. And blink, Principal Sherman. And what's that look for? Thanks for having my back. Twice today, I guess. That's, that's what I'm here for. See you later. Then his phone rings, and he realized, hello? Who? Pat, the soldiers. We need you. Greg? Hello? What is it? A reason to ditch school? Well, isn't he the coolest? Dan, we are pulled backward. There must be something we missed. Now we come back to the destruction of Arkham Asylum. Thanks a lot, Batman. And Sean Marley. Hey, I need you to keep talking to me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I've never seen so many bodies. It's okay. You're going to be okay. Keep your mouth covered and tell me what you see. I'm at the Central Security Terminal and Johnny and... Brad are dead. No sense of a mass breakout or anything. Lots of inmates are still in their cells. So it looks like they're dead too. God. The first thing you need to do is get the talking out of the air. There's a special security system that I installed three years ago. It would to stop Mr. Freeze from escaping. It's the protocol to superheat the air. It should burn out the excess toxin. Enter command one, code 121. Okay, done. Now get outside. I'm on my way. Wait, crap. I did see them. So the nurses, they're using the oxygen in the storage room to stay alive, but when the fire gets to them, oh God, Batman, tell me you're almost here. They've been trying to hold together this city for so long, and they've been doing it with their bare hands. They've hardly noticed how much has changed around them and how much they have to change inside of it. So we see Batman, Commissioner Gordon, former Commissioner Gordon, and looking at the TV, starting to contemplate. We see Harley Quinn in her new redesigned outfit, making a cake, and more narration. 
But if they are to have any hope of surviving, they're going to need to let the fear come in. And we see Clayface melting thing in the sewer in out of a sewer, so I'm pretty sure he's dead. And again. Then we see the Jason Todd finding some bomb some smiley face bombs or drugs. A principal yelling, a principal or faculty person or detective yelling, saying they need to face that they aren't in control anymore. And then we see Clown Hunter in a room filled with dead jokers. Which means, uh, I think after this, he finally re he reversed back on course. There we see Ghostmaker going in and cleaning up crime. And Catwoman kicking some butt. The Penguin being informed probably about the Joker's attack. Back with more talks. They are free to look the truth in the face. To look themselves in the face. Peace. Nightwing. That the old ways aren't going to work like they used to. That they are going to have to change. Evolve. And we see the final image of Punchline. Hey, we need to get you out of here. Hold your breath. There's no time. Hey, go limp. And the fire explodes and he pushes the two nurses out. And Arkham explodes. Money! My love! Did, did the nurses make it? Yes, they're safe. Okay, good. I'm going to sleep now. Yeah, you probably should since you just lost two of your limbs. Batman, put your hands up. You're under arrest. There's still people alive in that funeral. The mayor says that's our job. No more masks welcome in Gotham City. Yeah, you're not allowed in Gotham City, you enabler. Wait, we don't know that yet. I'm pretty sure if we ever do a story revealing that, it's going to change everything more so. Computer, give me some Agnew. Life readings. I see 17 survivors, 5 in the East Wing, 2 in the Attic, and 9 made their way into the basement. Wait, did, did he just only say 17 in the whole damn asylum? Oh, God, no. Oh, shoot me if you want, but I'm going to save them now. I need to make up for the fact that I enabled this to happen. So Batman steps to the Inferno. Meanwhile, at St. Industries, as all this chaos is going on... Well then, Doctor, in light of these current events at Arkham, what's your final diagnosis of the people of Gotham City? Do you think they are ready for my magistry program has to offer them? Are they finally scared enough to change? Scarecrow? No, Simon Saint. They're not nearly scared enough, but they will be. And we see George Jimenez's new design of the, of the Scarecrow, and okay, one, it's awesome, but at the same time, I'm thinking, that looks so impractical if he has to escape. I worry that this is the darkness. After Bruce has been through so much, we must let this play out, Diana, as we are drawn away from one obsessed with fear to others who shine a light on it. Meanwhile, in hyperspace, Oa inbound. I shouldn't be here. You keep saying that. True is true, John. And me and Jess, we're a good team. The Guardians know that. Why split us up? Why were babysitting duty cat creeping along on babysitting duty creeping along the ship instead of using our rings? This is important. Kale's important. The ship is to, is to keep her comfortable while she does a history dive. The metallicist the split becoming the Guardians and the Controllers and the Zamorians. And yeah, I don't really get this whole Teen Lantern thing. There's a deal here. Yeah. Out of all of them, 
Um, the first lantern was imprisoned. After we tried to think we could conquer the universe and make it into our twisted image. That definitely was not our fault. It's a mystery. Somebody out there gave a kid the equivalent of one of our rings. A kid, Simon. The guards will want to see her. But she shouldn't be on her own when they do. At Manhunter Genocide, eight, the guys swirl all around that wild magic into that starlight. Eight, the galaxy's great powers are all coming together as they as the United Planets. Nobody knows where the Guardians stand. I'm not sure they know. I they need to show the strength and stability during the conclave. Eight, so it's all hands on deck for every available lantern. But Hal, Jess, and Kyle, they all got the hall pass. They're protecting the crooks world. You and I are hey. Kelly, get up here. You don't want to miss this. Re-entering linear space in five, four, three. Aw, I was just getting to the part about the crisis. That looked insane. This is better, trust me. Two, one, linear space actual. What? There you go, Teen Lantern. You only get one first time. Welcome to Oa, Kelly. Estela Pintado. Welcome to the home of the Green Lantern Corps. So yeah, we see the see the Green Lantern Corps and all of us, all their ships converging, even though they could travel by space without him. But yeah, and I'm just thinking, hey, please tell me they're gonna blow up the Guardians. At this point, they have to converge on the idea. Gantha would know if there was a danger here, Diana. But I am not surprised we moved from the fearless to hope. Barry is much more than that, Spectre. He's the heart of our world. I mean, like, he did reboot the universe, like, two times. Every step Barry takes races us towards a better future. For too long, he let his past mistakes torture him, but I believe he recently found a path to move forward. How's the heroes within the multiverse? How's the cosmic variational frequencies looking, Flash? President Superman! Cosmic timing, even. There's rumors of a Black Superman movie? Mmm, timing. As your look stable, President Superman, the evidence matches your findings. And it's interesting, it appears most of the worlds were returned after they've been destroyed, but if you have their histories restarted, with the work you we should be able to keep track of the growing multiverse with the joint communication between the worlds. Speaking of which, have you considered our offer, Barry? We I have, sir. It's a big decision. Exciting and a bit scary, but I need to take care of a few things first. Then he makes a contact with somebody. With Wally West. Ah, yes, Wally West. Is this going to relate to mass murdering again? I seriously hope not. This doesn't relate to that. Sorry I'm late. Isn't that my line, Wally? Killigray, are you trying to take control of the internet again? I heard you talking to President Superman. What offer? It's actually why I called you on to the totality. I've been working with the Justice Incarnate. I was already in the new formation of our new multiverse. Makes sense. You were the first child of Between Worlds. Do you know how much has changed since then, Wally? Scoring new worlds, new multiverses? It's bigger than ever I ever dreamed of. And now we have two mysterious sources of energy in the multiverse opposites? What? You call one of them the Elseworld? We have the name for the fir- for the other one. It's the farthest out of the new world, and it isn't reading like any world we've ever seen in the multiverse. Because of that, we're calling it Earth Omega. With this new information, Mario tells me it's time for a change, one that feels right. We're going to offer a place on the Justice Incarnate. To be our representative to explore this multiverse. The map it, it's a dream come true, to be honest. Wait, what? You're actually considering leaving? But what about Central City? The Justice League? Who will be the Flash? You're the Flash now, Wally. 
healthy, and I certainly hope you're not intending to retire from the rental after I just gave it to you in your new series. When I was gone before you filled my boots, you did me proud, son. I wouldn't go racing all over the multiverse if I didn't know in my heart that you're up to the task. Listen, if you need me, I could be there in a flash. Ah, yes. So, yeah. Puns? You're making puns scares me. Barry, listen, I, I'm honored. I know coming back has been easy. Everything that happened to you these last few years was hard. You're still worried about redeeming yourself, and I get it. I do. Just trust me. We can talk details together back home. Jerry's firing up the grill as we speak. Come on. Raisha, you're on. It appears a torch has been passed. Could this be the cause, Wonder Woman? The two flashes apart for so long, reunited, only to find themselves in a fork of the road. This is a good thing, Spectre. I admire the Flash's bravery as they run into the new chapter of their lives, no matter how unknown or scary it may be. You sh are you also ready? How do you judge what you've seen? And then Diana makes this strange quote. For years, our lives were infected with despair. An omnipotent force from another world manipulated us as part of something grand experiment. It stole away much of so much. Our sense of legacy, our connections, our fate in ourselves. We believed its lies for too long. And let worse aspects of the multiverse hurt us. Oh, damn it. So, some people believe that DC is taking a shot at Dio, Though you could also argue she's mentioning Dr. Manhattan because he did that. But, yeah, while I could understand if she's saying... A, so, she never gives a very specific time period... We're just left to assume, wait, is she talking about Dan DiDio, a.k.a. Danny Boy, a.k.a. I'm going to go ahead and piss everyone off by with my executive decisions? But this is what she says in the continuing talk. But it's easy to say that, my, that, that among my allies, its influence is gone. We're free to embrace the best part of ourselves. More than the multiverse has changed, we have two. All our lives have. We can move forward in new, exciting new ways, start new chapters. Which can come with wonder and terror. Hence the threat you were warned of. But those kinds of fears are away from us. Are away with always with us. The fear of change perhaps the cost. As I was wondering. That was the past we must leave behind. Yeah I mean like it's not really much of a cost. When you have to remember all the pull, all the BS decisions Dan Didion pulled. And all the decisions he tried to do. Like the multiple times he tried to kill Dick Grayson. Because we just grew up with Nightwing. That's why we like him. Not because he's an awesome character. No matter how many times you try to make him a bad person. And my allies old and new have shown me that they're up to the task. With their truth restored they could take on any darkness. There is all there are others we can we can look in on, Diana. I wish I could say goodbye, but you have made up your mind. Take me back to the Quintessence Spectre. Are you satisfied? Yes. You are ready to join us. Us, Diana. The Quintessence has spoken! And Ganthet just smirks in a weird way that creeps me out. Diana says my family and friends can be, can brave the journey ahead without me. I have faith they can take care of themselves. My dear Diana, good. Good. My dear Diana, once you stand with us, you will see. Hold on. You must understand me. But I'm sorry. I must decline your offer. What you did? What did you see that brought you to this judgment? That's just it, Spectre. You're telling me that anything is possible now. But then you want me to stay here with you just to just watch? You showed me so many brave individuals embracing the change ahead of them today, Spectre. 
reminded me. And her outfit transforms into her new Wonder Woman outfit that, that will be explored in the new pages of Wonder Woman. When Sea washed up on the shores of Themyscira, I could have sent him back to the world of man alone, and I st and stayed behind where I had was safe with my sisters. Instead, I traveled with him to an unknown world, leaving behind my home, and all that I knew was the scariest thing I ever did. But this, but it was the start of a new chapter in my life, greater than I could have dreamed. And now I find myself over on a different shore, and it's time I set sail into the the infinite frontier, and ends with an epic two-page spread of all the heroes of the DC universe, where it's all all spreading out for the next stage of adventures. And then we cut back to the quintessence with more narrations and talks. You were so confident Wonder Woman was the one. I still believe she will lead into our next stage. As Wonder Woman said, our multiverse us is full of goodness, but there will always be horror brewing just out, out of reach. We should have told her that we already trapped at the threat she worried about. If she had joined us, one of would have seen there is nothing we cannot control or defeat. There is nothing. NOTHING to control and defeat us! Earth Omega, as the Flash called it, will be its prison. A place of endings. A place where God, even gods die. And the quintestins are all viciously killed in the back. Wonder Woman and her Ike Ike believe this will be a new glorious new beginning. A chapter, but it only brings them close to the finale. All stories always lead to me. The last chapter. I stood by as beings like you made me lesser than I am meant to be. Now reconstituted from my lesser forms, all my past aspects have become one. My true power. My power exceeds what it was before the first crisis. It is time for the lower beings of creation to remember who they fear in their darkest hours. In their deepest moments of despair. This multiverse is now infinite. But I am finite. I final. And with the and with the Spectre's neck being stomped on and cracking it, it to add insult to injury, we cut out to Darkseid, saying, Darkseid is the end. Much he must rival his counterpart Thanos' quote of Only Death is Eternal. To be continued in Infinite Frontier number one, coming in July 2021. So, yeah, that's the ending. We ended a cliffhanger. Darkseid just killed the gods. Yeah, probably wonder what, probably that outfit should have been taken care of. Uh, so, if it's not Darkseid you were talking about, because if it was, then they're idiots. But then I'm like, wait, so Darkseid now has all his history remembered, which means he's now his most powerful unrestricted. Okay, that's going to be interesting. We cut to our final page, Infinite Frontier. This is only the beginning for all these stories across DC Comics in the coming months. Action Comics, Batman, Batman, Superman, Batman, Urban Legends, Detective Comics, Catwoman, The Flash, Harley Quinn, The Joker, Justice League, Nightwing, Suicide Squad, Superman, Swamp Thing, Teen Titans Academy, Wonder Woman, and in April, Green Lantern, in May, Mr. Miracle, The Source of Freedom, Robin number one, Stargirl, Spring Break Special, Wonder Girl, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and coming this summer, Infant Frontier number one, you earn your money back. And we end this saga of the Infinite Frontier era on a happy note of gods being viciously slaughtered by horrible artwork.
So, yeah. This was an awesome story, honestly. I really enjoyed this one shot. And the fact that he ended on a cliffhanger is kind of annoying. I can understand that. But, like, at least it's going to be continued with a number one, officially. I don't know why they call it a number zero. But, yeah. We are now in the new era of the DC Universe. The Infinite Frontier. Where all histories are remembered. Continuity is forever restored and also broken. And, and with this new frontier comes new promises. And danger. And now you got basically ultimate dark side running around. That's kind of insane and scary. So get ready for the, what he brings next in the ultimate crisis, because that's probably what they're calling it. That's because yeah, dark side is probably going to end this era off saying that this is the finale. I, I, I wouldn't since there's always these talks that DC's shutting down, which I'm hoping is not true, or at least his publishing arms being shut down. Oh no, it's just being a brand name. Aim. I, I don't want to speculate, but if they did do that theory, they're basically saying we're going to end this ser- this universe with Darkseid as the final enemy. So, yeah, Jack Kirby's probably happy. So, yeah, Infinite Frontier number one. I would show the comic. I got the variant comic because its artwork was awesome. And plus, I didn't like the Dan Jurgens version. It looked um, weird at times. It was- but yeah, we're in the new era of the DC Universe. Let's see. Let's hope that this infinite frontier lasts for a long period of time and DC Comics can continue telling epic stories on a grand scale. Well, I'm gonna I'm looking forward to it. I've been hearing some positive reviews about it so far, or about the books that have been coming out, some mixed at times, but mostly positive stuff, nothing negative. So we'll have to see when that when I start talking about the infinite frontier era of DC Comics. This was Neo Reality Entertainment Pop Culture Omniverse. So feel free to like, comment, subscribe. Check out my content in the description below. Stay tuned for more. I'll see y'all next time and take care, everyone. Peace. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.